Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. When I came to you, sisters, proclaiming the mystery of God, I did not come with sublimity of words or of wisdom. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness and fear and much trembling. And my message and my proclamation were not with persuasive words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of spirit and power, so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. Yet we do speak a wisdom to those who are mature, but not a wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are passing away. Rather, we speak God's wisdom, mysterious, hidden, which God predetermined before the ages for our glory, and which none of the rulers of this age knew. For if they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what eye is not seen and ear is not heard, what has not entered the human heart, what God has prepared for those who love him. This God has revealed to us through the Spirit. The Word of the Lord. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all you lands. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Announce his salvation day after day. Tell his glory among the nations, among all peoples, his wondrous deeds. Give to the Lord, you families of nations. Give to the Lord glory and praise. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. He has made the world firm, not to be moved. He governs the peoples with equity. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus and his disciples were proceeding on their journey, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered him, Foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests. But the Son of Man has nowhere to rest his head. And to another he said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. But he answered him, Let the dead bury their dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me say farewell to my family at home. He said, No one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. In the early 1200s, in the south of France, near a town named Albi, a new religion started. It was more of a cult, really. Its system was based on a dualism of the two opposing principles of good and evil. That sounds legitimate, but the Albigensians, as they became known, regarded all matter, material things, as evil. Therefore, they rejected the sacraments, and rejected the incarnation, the fact that God became matter, a man. The Albigensians' culture was a culture of death. They attacked society's most basic components, like the family. They were against marriage and children because they considered things of the flesh evil. Pregnancy was a calamity which called for abortion, as a pregnant woman was considered possessed by a demon. She was eternally damned if she died while pregnant or giving birth. If one could not remain celibate, he was allowed to fornicate, to have sterile sex that would not 
propagate the species. Since married couples felt no shame in the marriage act, marriage was dismissed as a perpetually sinful state. It was considered worse than fornication, adultery, incest, and sodomy. Death was hurried along because the body being matter was evil. Only the spirit was pure. If one was ill, he was encouraged to take an oath to starve himself to death. If he started getting better, well, it was too late. Quote-unquote helpers would be there to assist in snuffing out his life. This method of assisted suicide became known as the Endura. Both Christian and secular scholars argue it killed more people than burning at the stakes or any Catholic inquisitions ever did. The Albigensians did not propagate the species, so they recruited members by indoctrinating youth and women. Over time, the Albigensians controlled a thousand towns. Matters were made worse when French nobles, looking to enrich themselves with lands and confiscated monasteries, threw in their support for the Albigensians. The situation then threatened the whole of Christian Europe. A young Spanish monk named Dominic Guzman was sent to southern France in an attempt to re-Christianize the area. The first thing he did was start a monastery to shelter women who had converted out of the heresy and became nuns. Then he trained preachers and educators. He took monks to task for living worldly lives, for causing scandal to the flock by not adhering to their vows of poverty. Dominic and his fellow monks were doing the Lord's work, but they were losing. The Pope sent a personal legate to negotiate with the Albigensians, but they murdered him. So after exhausting all other means, Pope Innocent III called for a crusade. At stake was not just Christianity, but the human race. The crusade was headed by a man named Simon de Montfort, who became its hero. His small army won victory after victory, starting in 1209. The climactic battle came in 1213 at the Battle of Muret. Simon de Montfort brought 1,000 battle-tested knights against an army that may have numbered up to 100,000. The monk... Dominic Guzman said Mass for the Crusaders who remained on their snorting, stamping horses throughout the Mass. Then, blessed by Dominic, with de Montfort at their head, they charged. They cut through the heretic army, caused terror in its ranks, and routed them. It was de Montfort's greatest victory. The war went on, however, until 1229. Regrettably, many of the crusaders, in their lust for plunder, behaved horribly, stealing land from people who were not heretics and massacring non-combatants. It was with this in mind that Pope Gregory IX entrusted the final excision of the Albigensian heresy to the scalpel of the Inquisition, rather than the sword of the crusader. The surgery would be performed by a new order of monks, who understood the disease better than anyone, the Dominicans, named after their founder, who had ridden with the Crusaders, Dominic Guzman, Saint Dominic. <laughs>